What's up, broski? Hey, bro. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Long overdue podcast episode, but it's uh, we were at episode 40 now, so I think it's a good time to start bringing the team in and talking about this journey because it's been it's been something crazy so far, and I don't really think it's really gotten started yet. It's actually a good point, I think, to be even talking right now because I feel like a lot of the foundational groundwork's been done, and I think a lot of the team's feeling like super excited about what's coming, but just wanted to first off thank you because it's been not only just like the benefit from rave raid just like my whole life like it's been good man it's really been good having you having you along and you know for those who don't know you yet like i'd love for you to like give yourself a brief introduction and you know introduce yourself who who is jake henderson that's uh, a very complex question but yeah. i would say on a basic level i just am a an individual that in, appreciates um, clear information um, on a really on a fundamental level I've always appreciated the sciences and especially in the natural fashion I've you know approached many different sciences in that regard specifically botany mycology um, alchemy specifically but that kind of transgressed into um, more of a chemical knowledge but I would say that they go hand in hand um, studied psychology, a few other pertinent th um, sciences, mathematics, of course. Other than that, though, it, it is a big topic, and I, I have a hard time with these things. I'm already a little nervous, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's, uh, it took me, it's taken me 30, 40 episodes to get, like, get a good voice for everything. But, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, what, like, what sparked your interest to you know step into that field? Because we were even talking about it yesterday, specifically about how most people, when they look at the things that you work on, it like just goes right over their head. Mm -hmm. And what what specifically got you into that space and what keeps you motivated towards discovering more truth? I think I've always been just really intrigued about the function of things, how things operate, how things like really work. And, and I think that's really what started my passion for these things is just trying to understand, like really trying to be somebody that can actually like say something accurate you know I mean? and like actually use those knowledges to benefit my life this is probably the best thing i could say about it i've always had a passion for understanding it's like the discovery of truth i think that's yeah. what's actually brought us together in our friendship so much and business partnerships and stuff that we've been working on is like you know i guess now would be a good time to talk about like how we met and everything because i think that was like yeah. in the discovery of truth that actually led us on that course to meeting each other that day so mm -hmm. so basically like and i've talked about this on other episodes of the podcast there was uh we were we had a different manufacturer that we were using down in southern utah and you know they they just weren't doing things the way that we needed them to like and we were like eight eight twelve weeks out from our first event and literally had not not even a working product and had already committed that we were going to give away 10,000 sticks and 10,000 water bottles to our buddy's music festival. And I remember after leaving, you know, their, their facility one day, like they just kept using like different artificials and things that we didn't want. And I never wanted the company to be like, and I remember driving and it was, I was definitely anxious for sure. I was like, there's gotta be a better way. There has to be a better way there. Like I was already saying that to myself and something told me intuitively. And for those of you guys who've listened, like I'm, I very much lean into the spiritual side of life and Jake leans in the scientific. So it's been a perfect melding of, of, uh, skill sets and, and, uh, belief systems and stuff like that. But 
something intuitively told me to go to the apothecary in Salt Lake City. And I, and I had been there numerous times before, but I need to go pick something up. It was something for my testosterone levels, actually. And I go in there and, you know, I go in and I'm looking for some different stuff, like just the basic stuff. And yeah, maybe you can tell them about like what happened. It's pretty interesting. I, uh, I was just walking downstairs and I was probably grabbing some more materials and I, I saw him and I liked your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the old, the old Patagonia jacket. Yeah. Gave him a compliment. I was like, nice jacket, man. And, uh, he was, he just said, thank you. And he, you know, we started conversation and he seemed like an incredibly polite individual and he was very fluent with how he spoke. So I was like, I was interested and we continued the conversation and it just really, you know, got into a few different things. One, one of them was he, you asked me, um, what other things that would be good for testosterone. And mm-hmm. I, I brought up a list of the things that I was familiar with and, um, started to explain why they were do what they do and, uh, the different ways to actually get higher doses of those active compounds and it all i think just started building the gears in your mind for being like i think you're somebody i need to talk to about something yeah it was, it was really weird and and by the way this this particular patagonia jacket will be hung up in rave Raid headquarters at some point because it's going to be it's just, it's just a good story piece mm-hmm. um but yeah no that's that's pretty much what, yeah what happened we were we were sitting there talking and you know, I had like a very limited knowledge on, you know, what it was that I was looking for. But even in that experience is like to touch on like the perfection of everything in your life is like the fact that I messed up my hormones made us cross paths mm-hmm. because if I didn't, there's a good chance I wouldn't have been there. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. You learn the, the perfection in all things, even when it doesn't seem like it. But yeah, we were talking about just like more advanced stuff. And I think I, we talked about no, we talked to you asked me what I was doing, what I worked on. And I yeah. said, Hey, I'm working on this rave supplement company and it's not going good. And <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? I was like, here, try this. And I had a sample of it in my pocket and I was like, it's just not going right. Tastes wrong. It's not healthy the way I want it to be. And I remember you stuck your finger in it and tried it and you're like, Oh yeah, I could fix that. I was like, my guy, here he is. <laughs> And so uh, we started talking more and then we were, ta- we were talking, I can't remember what, how it got brought up, but you're like, I'll do this for you, yeah. but we have to go to Egypt together. <laughs> <laughs> something came about traveling and like, and how badly I want to go to the pyramids or something like yeah. that. And you're like, all right, I'll do this, but we're pyramids. Yeah. There was also Jordan, um, Petra, mm-hmm. um, Israel, it's all, all on those, the list. those were all on my list too. So I was like very much like, okay, yeah. I'll do this with you for sure, but we're going, we're going together. <laughs> still still got to make it happen. We haven't had a chance to, we've like, we've been head down since then working, working our butts off. But I really, like we were talking about, I feel like we're at the, the turning point where the business is really starting to take off mm-hmm. and we're going to start having the time and freedom to do those kind of things, which is awesome. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's crazy. So what, basically we'll kind of walk through the whole process of where we've, what we've done and where we've gone. So, you basically we had this event within at that point i swear it was like eight weeks dude like it was it was fast it's super fast and so basically you know i we took what we had to work with and what we knew Mm -hmm. and made a working product and i mean if if you have any notes on like what that was like from your perspective yeah the company that was doing formulation and stuff for you guys was 
incredibly inadequate. They definitely didn't know what they were doing. They they wouldn't incorporate ingredients that like actually he wanted in there because they said that it wasn't feasible, and that was really primarily due to laziness and and honestly negligence. But um, <laughs> it was realistically just a quick patch job. We we made a product that functioned and uh, like really just made it taste good and for this event, and and then from there on, I was like, okay, here's this. If you're happy with it, um, and if you want to move forward with a you know another product that you're actually super happy with, then we can talk more about business relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean that that quickly happened. You went yeah. to the show, you you got all that stuff taken care of, um, and we started working on like actually making Ray Parade. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it happened super quick. And and side note here for those of you guys who weren't weren't there, we uh we went to the Singularity Music Festival in Salt Lake City, Utah, and literally the night before the night before the event, we get all the sticks and our buddy who had just gotten tattooed <clears throat> came over to the house and he's like, "Can I have one?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's for sure you can have one." Opens it, drinks it, and he goes, guys this tastes like shit and i was like what do you mean it tastes like shit and i was like we start cutting him open and trying different ones thinking maybe hey he just got a bad stick and they were all ruined there's i think there was twenty thousand of them sitting in my in my room or in my living room the night literally the night before the event which we're supposed to de donate ten thousand of these sticks to people during the middle of the summer during peak covid where they couldn't even have water stations and I was like, what the fuck? And so we literally like were calling the manufacturer at, like midnight. Turns out literally they forgot to put one zero into their machine and they put 40 milligrams of an ingredient instead of 400. And that completely ruined the product. And we're sitting there like, I mean, we even have video of it from, um, from our, our videographer of like, like live reactions of like, what? what's going on right now guys what's happening and we literally were like we're we're fucked we're screwed and luckily what ended up happening was we were pretty pissed and went down there that next morning and we're like what are you guys gonna do to fix this and they actually ended up cutting everything open ruining all the sticks and then pouring it back in and remixing and blending everything and by the grace of god somehow got it to us in time it wasn't the right packaging it was all in white stick packets so we had to you know, make do definitely wasn't to the, the professionality standards that we expect, but it, it still got done. The event went well, but right after that, obviously relationship with them completely ended. And it was funny to back up a little bit. Like the day that I met Jake, I actually, I went home cause I was telling, I was telling all the people that I work in Raver. I was like, we're not going to be working with these people for long. I have a feeling, and this is prior to meeting Jake. I get home and I'm like, all right, I found our guy. And everyone's like, where how and i was like man with the apothecary good dude trust me this is the guy and and you know here we are but um but yeah after that happened we we had another event gold rush in arizona not too long after and we got to work and i think the big thing i want to talk about here is the shift from regular natural flavors to like what we're doing now because i think that's really what where you and i synced up and you like you taught me so much about that and why we do things the way that we do that but more on a scientific level because i've talked about this on other episodes but i really want to hear like your take on like the importance of the fact that we don't use natural flavors in our product and why we don't use those definitely yeah 
I think the, I mean, that's a pretty broad topic in a lot of different regards, just because I think you probably said it on here. It's the fourth most used ingredients in, in America. I mean, really, it's, it's really honestly a problem. It's definitely something that, uh, really when it, when you really think about it, it's, uh, it's a very artificial and they have a lot of, a lot of, uh, aversion to admitting that these things are actually synthesized, usually based out of petroleum products. I have a bunch of synthesis routes and we'll go over the common routes and I'll actually explain them on a different time. But it's uh, one of the best ways of saying it is things that actually stimulate your sensory receptors are usually in a spectrum range associated to uh, you know, the, entire, the entirety of the product, right? So like, let's just use lime for example, there's at least 40 aromatic hydrocarbons, you know, they're all really very synergistically balanced towards each other. Um, and also we've evolved to have that symphony, right? So it's one of those things that when you just isolate one specific chemical and when it's originated from a carbon source that is actually millions of years old and petroleum based, there's potential for residual solvents, there's potential for improper synthesis, there's potential for a whole list of things and, and it is going to be stimulating your your cell wall receptor sites to experience this flavor right whatever this is but it might be giving energy in a way that actually is free radical um, it could be damaging the dna um, it could be doing a lot of things and that's another thing we'll explore in a future uh, future podcast we'll go into it in extreme detail because it's really something that we've taken a pretty serious stance on um, and it really is a very serious problem. Yeah, most definitely. And we're going to be doing a lot of episodes diving into the science of what it is that we're doing and why we do it in a particular way and, and what that's resulted in in regards to us as a brand, like how much more money it's costed us, how much more time it's costed. And, and gladly we do that because to kind of back up a little bit again, when I was saying that there's a problem with the product like, and I didn't like it it was because there was things that were going on with the way that it was associating to like my physiology and the way it was making me feel, but I didn't have the knowledge to actually pinpoint what it was until I started talking to Jake. And I said, Hey, this is making me not feel the way that I would like to feel. And you normally would associate it to active ingredients, right? But in reality, there's so much going on on the other ingredients panel when you start looking at it and you're like, okay, what is a natural flavor? And by definition, what it is, is it's um, basically a flavor that's derived from nature or animal. And so it's very much a blanket statement. It's very, very loose. And once it has that touch point, essentially, once it is derived from nature, they can chemically alter it as much as they would like. And they do not have to list what it is that they're doing in regards to getting that synthesis created, like Jake was saying, on a much more higher level than what I just explained it as. Like, but the point is, is like we can't account for what's happening with those flavors. So we can't guarantee that we're able to give you a completely safe product. And that's something that we completely do not stand behind here at Raverade. Like we want full transparency because we see, and we talk about this all the time, like we'll look at these brands or like these ingredient labels and we'll be like, you know what? It's trash. It's terrible. Or, hey, this is what was a good product, and then they ruined it with something else. They put this ingredient in there that ruined it. They cut it with something. They did this, that they did that the other, in the other. And it's a real shame because it's it's coming at the detraction of 
your health and our collective's health. And we have so many health crises. You know, Jake makes me aware of things all the time. You know, chemicals, glyphosate, atrazine, all these different things that are robbing people of their health and people can't figure out why they don't feel good and why they don't like they're just not living a quality experience. And I think there's so many answers to that, but people just don't have the information or the correct information being put in front of them. So let's talk a little bit about like what we do use like for our flavoring, because it's it's quite impressive. And I think it'll give people some light on why it takes us a little bit more time to make the flavors that we make because of the way that we do it. Yeah, I mean, really, we like to use like truly natural substances. They're they're not derived from nature. They are nature. And we, we work with nature. Um, we use essential oils. We use flavonoids. We use flavanols. We use a, a complex list of, honestly, a, chemicals that are actually from plants. You know, for example, if we're going to use strawberry, we've been u- experimenting with, um, we actually are using strawberries. And a really good thing to touch up on is actually the natural flavoring for strawberries. There's an, around 40 chemicals that are actually used to compile what it tastes to be a strawberry. So, I mean, it, it's to say the least, it's a, it's complicated. It's, there's a lot going on in each one of these things. And I think that we kind of take um, the sophistication for granted. These aren't just something that, you know, it's just a simple strawberry. There's, there's thousands of things going on. This, the, the DNA, the biosynthesis routes, all of these things are, are unbelievably complex. Um, so really we, we focus on what is n- the natural expression of these, these plants. And then we, we take what is perceived as flavor and we go through the actual chemical compilation and we decide what is the things that are presenting themselves the most thoroughly. A lot of times it is essential oils, especially in the citrus family. Um, a lot, oftentimes it's flavanols, flavonoids, um, isoflavones, stuff like that are more prevalent in strawberries and other berries. Um, you know, it's all really dependent upon the material that we're trying to really represent. So, yeah, and I think I think one of the trickiest things, and we've talked about this numerous times. Like we have, we have tens of episodes worth of things we could talk about so it's, it's important that we stay on track but like is the challenge of trying to create real flavors from what it really should taste like because it's being compared to artificial and natural flavors which most people are consuming so when people are used to tasting a strawberry they're not used to tasting a real strawberry. They're used to tasting a synthetic artificial version of a strawberry. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely presented, you know, a lot of unique challenges for us as a, as a company to get as close to that as possible, but keep it real as well. So, I mean, we've, we've had nights, like, I can't tell you how many nights we've been up until midnight, two o'clock in the morning, like literally trying to figure out how to, you know, get these flavors figured out. And it's not, an easy task because it's not like there's like a catalog of, of companies that you can go to. Like if we need natural flavors, I can call four companies right now. It's easy. easy yeah. Right. But when it comes down to actually finding like the real berry extracts or finding, you know, the right essential oils to use, like it's, it's they're few and far in between. And oftentimes there's a lot of companies like we were talking about that have a good flavor and a really good product and they do something to it like maltodextrin. Like I had some maltodextrin yesterday on a sample that we got 
and I didn't realize that they put maltodextrin into it until I got it here at the house. And I was like, trash. I literally put my finger in it, tasted it, made me feel like crap all day long. Like, like cytotoxin, like a lot of companies use things like maltodextrin. It's, I think you were saying it's the most common cut. The most common cutting agent, especially for liquids. So Yeah, so it's just like, it, it's a big part of our mission here is to educate people you know, and we have much like Jake's the CEO of a company called Entheos as well. And it's a company that creates a bunch of different holistic health and wellness products that are centered around the truth. And I can speak firsthand that that truth has completely changed my health and elevated it to a completely new novel level that I've never been to. And so everything that we do is always in the pursuit of the truth. And even if that's inconvenient for us, because we've seen that there's so much there's so much in misinformation that's leading to the degradation of our health, the degradation of our planet, the degradation of our society on a physical, mental, and spiritual level that we could never put our name on something that we don't fully stand behind. And like, we're always making improvements as well. Like we've changed the lady lemonade has been changed. What it's going into its fourth or fifth iteration right now. Mm -hmm. Ber the berry is getting completely reworked right now. We're working on numerous new flavors at the same time. And it's just one of those things where it's like, when you're, when we're looking for these things, we, when we find better things, we have no problem switching what we need to, what we're doing because we're not married to it being a certain way. We're married to the idea of it being the best that we can possibly do. And we learn new things all the time. It's been a really fun journey, bro. I agree, man. Aside from just like the rave rage stuff, just like having the, the friendship above, above all else, like, mm -hmm. uh, like the type of growth I've watched both of us like immensely grow inside of working on this together, but just in our personal lives as well. It's been, it's been crazy. I mean, I even, I talked to this guy into moving down to Austin with us on like a whim <laughs> and it took, took a little bit of convincing, but it's been, it's been great, honestly, in a lot of ways. And I'd like to say thank you as well for how you've impacted my life. This this dude's got incredible drive, um, incredible organization skills, and he, he's very disciplined and he he's very focused. And that's definitely helped me um, gain a little bit more traction in those regards. I've recently start, stopped um, using cannabis excessively because I, I started studying a little bit more about dopamine and how I was using it improperly. And just more about the fact that it turns off your drive function. I learned that from Dr. Zach Bush on a recent podcast and big fan of his, but um, it's been pretty instrumental in my life for making sure that I actually get through all of the stuff that I need to, especially considering that list is starting to be quite, <laughs> quite a bit bigger than it used to be. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just like a process in it, right? Like the, our level of growth is continuously improving. Like we're, we're seeing new opportunities come in, like, the team is phenomenal. I, I think it's just, it goes without saying is like, not only do, is there, is there a Jake Henderson, but there's uh there's five or six others that are of equal caliber in their respected fields. And that's, what's going to make this one, this company great, but anything else that we do in the future, great as well. Because again, like unwillingness to compromise, we talked about this the other day, he and I did personally just about like, you know, what makes a great company. There's probably in our opinion, at least in like the food and supplement space, maybe five to seven, maybe that we've identified where we're like, these people just do everything right. Like they don't yes. compromise. They do everything the way that it's supposed to be done. And like, there's way more than seven companies out there, but we want to be known as that. We want people to experience any of our products that we have and be like, 
these guys just know what they're doing. Like, because I, we just don't want to answer the que- have to answer questions about why we cut corners like everybody else, because I think that's what's actually happening right now. There's so many intelligent humans on this planet that are waking up to, you know, the fact that at the very least they're living suboptimally with their health and their, their the way that they're carrying out their experience and people are looking for the truth and we want to be on the right side of that truth when the time comes because it's it's just going to be a lot better place to be than on the other side you know selling out people's health for short-term gain you know and that's just something we've never been about i I think we he and i had a conversation early on before like we even really formed like our business partnership he's like i'm not willing to compromise on these things and if we ever compromise on these things and i i won't be involved I was like, perfect. You're the exact person that I want to do this with because you're the one who won't compromise on these things. And we, we refuse to do so. And that, that's just our values and standards. And I think that's why we're going to be a massive company and we're going to do really good things for the community. And we already have, but like the, the degree and magnitude is going to keep increasing. I feel that we have a lot planned. Mm-hmm. We really, we really do. One, I think that's one of the most beautiful things that happened from COVID is that people started actually questioning the, the, the authoritarianism that is our government and honestly the misinformation that's spread because it was rampant. Mm-hmm. And really I've noticed a larger percentage of people starting to do that. And it's been since then, it's such a beautiful journey. I, so many people are coming out and doing incredible work. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I think that the, I think what happened was at least I can speak personally. I think I saw a lot of people specifically in our friend group is like everyone started to audit themselves and their life. Like I didn't realize how much of like on autopilot I was running on until, you know, things got shaken up. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, there's gifts inside of every single experience. I mean, we talk so much about philosophy when we're not talking rave raid, we're talking about, you know, existentialism yeah that's yeah it seems to be a really essential topic for us in psychology subconscious mind conscious mind like Mm -hmm. our relation to trauma like it's it's amazing and i think it's it goes without saying is it's important to have amazing people in your life because like we help each other illuminate areas of blind spots you know he's done it done it for me not to me for me helped me assisted me in so many ways and i'd like to think vice versa is the truth and you know that's the the importance of having good people in your life and you know i I saw this quote that said that accomplishment is a a team a team sport right you know and rave raid can only be so much with the amount of output that i have or the amount of output that jake has or the other jake or colton or sydney or shay or anybody else that i may have forgotten like it really is like a collective effort of like all these incredible individuals. And most importantly, the most incredible individuals are you guys who support what we're doing because without you guys, it wouldn't be possible. And we appreciate you guys and that we hope that you see that that reflects in the effort that we put into what we're doing for you guys. So, cause we love it, but most importantly, it's about waking up the entire planet towards, you know, personal truth, the truth within you that, you have a beautiful, unique gift and expression that nobody else has, you know, that has the ability to make change that has the ability to put people uh, or put us into a position where the world could be a better place because we talk about, you know, what we'd like to do from like a, a philanthropic standpoint. And that was one thing that really connected Jake and I quite a bit early on was this desire for philanthropy, not even necessarily just humanitarianism, but just this 
desire to actually make real change and lasting change. And like, I think that that's been a, a big driver for us and we want to continue to start doing more, you know, important things. Like even, even small things that I didn't really think about early on was like, like carbon neutrality. Like, and I think that probably would be something good to touch on. Like he's Jake is super passionate about that and has made me passionate about it as a byproduct. And maybe we can talk about some of the things that we're planning on doing in the future, like what you would like to see. I definitely plan on having a few different third parties actually analyze our carbon footprint. I think that's one of the biggest issues we have in our world today. People like Elon Musk and you know Bezos, they, their carbon footprint has been measured by other individuals. And it's something that realistically should be considered a crime against humanity. It's absolutely intolerable. And yet we don't ever, we, sh we shed a blind eye to it. We don't want to look at the fact that these, these are severe issues. I mean, really, they, they're incredibly serious issues and we need to actually have serious resolution towards what it means to resolve them. I mean, if we don't, we're going to have less of a, you know, a, an ecosystem to actually enjoy what we call life. And, uh, I mean, carbon footprint is going to definitely be one. We're going to definitely stop using plastic in any shape or form. We're, we're working towards actually having entirely biodegradable products, um, or packaging and that'll go hand in hand with a, a neutral carbon footprint. Um, and honestly, I'm sure as soon as we have the finances with our philanthropy, we'll be moving into making work water towers for Africa, places that need severe amounts of water. Um, we're going to be doing a, a list of different activities, Re reforestation, mm -hmm. the Amazon rainforest needs to be resolved by 2030. That's something that is needs to happen. Otherwise our, our water cycle will irrevocably change and we'll see cat cataclysm on a level that realistically we will barely be able to survive if we survive. So, I mean, there's, there's specific problems that need to be really pinpointed and, uh, worked on as aggressively as possible. And the reforestation and by, you know, re biodiversification of these areas, fortunately is very much in our grasps. I know, I know many, many botanists that are the epitome of incredible and they, they can grow any fruit, <laughs> literally anything. So it's like, we just get some of these people in charge actually have the resources and it's, it's completely feasible. And I think it, going back to it, it's like, you know, like re reforesting the entire rainforest, right? It's not the work of one person, right? It's, it's the work of many. And I think that's the big, if I could teach one thing that I want to see is that people see that we're all one. That's that's the that's the core value of what Rave Raid really means to me, and I feel like it feels like to the team. You know, is like if we could just had more people realizing that we don't need as much individualism, we just need more unity and and consciousness around the things that actually matter. You know, like we want to have a healthy, thriving planet, so then that way we can get, you know, more people taken care of and living a you know thriving and abundant life, but also like get you know, better examples of fruits and things that we can, you know, enjoy for ourselves because the better we take care of the planet, it's going to reflect back to us and our health and the way that, you know, we get to experience this life together. And it's just, it's really interesting because for a long time, like speaking on like my personal experience, it's like, I didn't know about a lot of these things and it's hard to look at, you know, it's hard to look at the truth sometimes when you're not as willing to look at it. So when Jake would tell me about certain things, like that, I'd be like, it like would almost scare me borderline because I'd be like, 
oh, like it's almost like it doesn't apply to me because I don't see it. It's like unconscious unawareness, right? But now when I look at these things, I'm like, these are the things that are worthy of our time. They should be worthy of most people's time. And we just don't spend enough time and effort on it. Like a lot of distractions, a lot of things that take us out of our focus and our gifts. And you never know, like you could be the person who ends up being the one who leads the charge on a huge movement towards making the world a better place. Because like, I know where I come from and I, I'm not the person I, well, the person I am now is not the person that I used to be, or even, even a fraction of that person. So, you know, we're here to help assist you in whatever way we can in, in your development to get you to the point where you are that person and whatever it is that you're meant to be. But pretty much want to wrap up the episode. I think we, that's a good introductory. We've got, I think this will probably be like a nearly a weekly thing probably, or bi-weekly thing. I'll, I'm planning on having at least one member of the team on the podcast a week. Cause I really like want you guys to know like how special these people are like, because Rave Raid wouldn't be what it is without the determination and dedication and in the years and years of, you know, dedication to the craft that like Jake has, for example, before we even met because if he didn't take that path and just and, and seek out the truth then he wouldn't have been able to deliver what is rave raid and whatever whatever everything else he decides to work on at entheos like you know so it's it's important that you guys know these people as much as you know me as much as you know the products all that stuff but we'll um we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode as always we appreciate every single one of you guys we are tirelessly working on numerous new flavors so yeah if you have any like updates on like what we're working on or any like we're currently getting a mojito orange we're working on strawberry um we're getting our cherry we're really perfecting the berry and one of the big things that is really kind of a problem is people's associated qualities to like cherry flavor for example most of the time that's actually cherry laffy taffy or Mm -hmm. some sort of artificial flavoring when really if you just try to cherry, it's it's very sweet and it's delicate and in its flavor, you know, really. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been a challenge, but we're we're, we're grinding. Yep. Yeah. No, we're definitely we're definitely figuring it out, and we've got you know we've got some really good people behind this project, guys. And like it's exciting because the more that we keep growing, the more that you know there's a potential that we get to bring in more great people. And you know, it's it's I'm super proud of everything that's happening here, and I we were just talking about it yesterday. Like there's a lot of, like it, there's a shift, an energetic shift. And it's, it's been a, a result of everybody here becoming better versions of themselves. Like the amount of self-improvement versus where we started and the people that started this project versus the ones that are actually actively working on it, same people, but completely different people at the same time. And that's why we're starting to encroach more on the perfection that we desire and that we expect of ourselves. So without further ado, guys, be sure to check us out at www.drinkraveraid.com. And this is Jake Henderson, the man who makes Rave Raid very special human. So is there anywhere that people can find you if they wanted to, to reach out or talk to you? Um, I have an Instagram, but I mean, realistically here shortly, I'll, I'll have my website up um, and that'd probably be the best format to get to me. Um, if you do want to look at my Instagram, I haven't been posting it at all. It's not something I really find um, to be pertinent. I'm not a big social media person, as you can probably tell with this conversation. <laughs> no, you did but great, bro. I appreciate that, man. But um, here shortly, the website will be up and you can go and contact me through there if you need to. Cool. And yeah, once the website domain's actually decided on, then um, I can post it in the show notes. Um, and then I'm sure Jake will be on 
this podcast numerous times in the future. So we'll have uh, ample opportunities to be able to make sure we plug that because there's some, uh, there's some products that he's created that have completely saved my health in a lot of ways. And I think that there's a, a good segue into people who are really looking to grab their health and get in control of that. That complements very nicely with what we do here at Raverade. So, all right, guys, you guys have an amazing day. Peace. Much love.